Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 24th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast you can head on over to our website marcustoday.com.au and you can also sign up for a free 14-day trial if you're not yet a member of the community. All right, well, last uh, Friday, once again, we saw, uh, unfortunately, weakness come to town, especially in the U.S. markets. Not particularly good news there as we saw the sell-off continue on U.S. markets. Dow Jones closing down 450 points. Sounds a lot, 1.3%. 34,265 points. We had a high there. They were actually positive for 181 points at one stage and a low of 486 down. So finishing the week in style if you were a bear. And we did also have options expiry on Friday, which added to the volatility. Certainly didn't help matters. NASDAQ suffering big time, down another 2.72%. 385 points, 13,769 it seems. Only yesterday it was knocking on the door of 16,000. Here we are at 13,769. The S&P 500, as is its wont, in the middle for diddle, up 1.89%, or or rather down 1.89%, 85 points to 43.98. And the VIX index, though, up, that was up, 29, up 3 points to 29, 12.74%. So a big rise in those CBOE option pricing, which they use for hedging. That VIX index, 29 points there. So the range had been around 16 to 22, but it's certainly broken through that range on all this weakness we are seeing in the U.S. Spy futures, as a result of all this, Saturday morning were down 49 points, or 0.69% to 7,006, following on from Friday's big 167-point route. Uh, That certainly was uh, not a good day on Friday. And uh, it just stayed where it was. There was no sign of any real bargain hunting around from anybody. No one seemed to have any appetite for risk over the weekend. Commodities, though, slightly better story there. Brent crude only down 0.55%, 0.49 of a dollar, 49 cents to 87.89. WTI, though, faring worse. This is uh, US-based oil down 2.03%, $1.76 to 85.14. And US gold... Down $10.80.59%, 1831.80. In other commodities, we had copper down 0.8. Nickel still doing very well, up nearly 2%. Aluminium down 2.7. Zinc down 0.2. Lead down 0.3. Tin down 0.6 of a percent. And the iron ore price also doing well on Friday. Remarkably, uh, that was up uh, $3.75 to $137.40 US dollars a ton. Aussie dollar under a little bit of pressure, $71.69 as well. In terms of international mining stocks, we had Freeport down 5.1%. Alcoa taking things really badly, down 8.2%. Tech down 3.1%. Anglo down 2.7%. Glencore down 06 
Vale down 2.4 and Albemarle, which is the lithium game, down 2% on Friday. BHP in US ADRs down 4.5%, Rio down 2.4% following our big falls on Friday as well. Here you can see the S&P 500 on Friday. It did try a little bit around 11.30 to rally, but unfortunately came to naught as the market just capitulated and fell over, closing pretty much on its lows on Friday. Maybe we'll have a little bit of a weekend or rethink, but certainly not good news, down nearly 1.9% for the S&P 500. Major stories coming out of international markets. The backup in real yields on expectations of a tighter Fed removing key support pillar for more speculative and riskier market pockets. The Nasdaq 100 fell more than 1% in every session last week. That's the first time since the aftermath of the tech bubble. And the index is on track for the worst month since the financial crisis. And the VIX curve is now inverted. And what that means is that the short-term VIX is much higher than the long-term VIX. So that means that there is concerns about near-term turbulence. And four other times in the past this has happened and has coincided with market bottoms. So that's something to bear in mind. And the Fed meeting this week will be the key to everything I suspect this week it's expected to lay the groundwork for a March rate hike. It is not just the rate hikes that are worrying the market at the moment, but it's more the pace of those rate hikes. And the Fed has been uh, flagged as potential to tighten policy at every policy meeting from March, according to Goldman Sachs. And we're also seeing supply chain constraints, which are now a global phenomenon with this price pressure in the U.S., and the, has extended to uh, fiscal stimulus as playing a role in this inflation and not limited to the US as price pressures are emerging elsewhere. Last week, we saw some pretty nasty numbers for the UK CPI as well. Australia, though, relatively benign on the inflation front, only slightly above where the IBA, RBA's target rate is. So uh, we certainly aren't seeing the same rate of inflation that some of the European and UK markets are seeing, and also the US market. Last week, nearly 8.8 million Americans were out sick or caring for someone with COVID. That was in early January, up from 3 million in December. So a big rise, although data is showing that maybe we have seen the peak on a national basis in the US on COVID cases from Omicron. What's on today? As far as our market goes, not much on the economic front. 10-year yields, interesting. We have seen uh, yields in the U.S. actually falling as uh, money has been flowing into bond markets. The U.S. 10-year, 1.76. Australia, 1.91. Germany back down to negative 0.07%. And the Pan-European Stocks Index in Europe dropped 1.8% last week, down uh, 1.4% over the week. So it dropped 1.8% on Friday. Mining stocks were the day's worst performers. That sector in the Europe lost 3.3%. In the technology space in the US, Tesla was down 5.3%. The NYSE FANG index was down 5.3%. Amazon was down, uh, that was down nearly 6%. Netflix, 21.8% down. Apple down 1.3%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 4.2%. Microsoft down one9 and Alphabet Soup down 2.6%. And U.S. companies on the S&P 500, excluding financials, have a record $2 trillion 
in cash and short-term investments, two trillion US dollars. So the M&A boom that we have seen in 2021 does look as if it's still going to take place in 2022, although maybe not to the same extent. EBOS has raised the size of its retail offer by 66 million New Zealand dollars at 3450 NZ dollars. And Goldman Sachs says strong headwinds would dent China's economy through the first quarter, but it also expects stimulus to work and the Chinese economy to start growing after that. And Australia is now lobbying the UK government over the proposed changes to wine tax in the UK, which are going to leave Australian Reds uh, slightly dented as the new wine tax will be on alcoholic content and Australian Reds tend to be higher in content. So all the changes and all the benefits that have flowed from the free trade agreement with the UK on Aussie wine look as if they're going to be uh, disappearing. And Fortescue this morning has announced the acquisition of a UK engineering company. Question of the day yeah? today is probably one for the road trip, really. Are we there yet? Are we near the bottom? Are we near the bottom for our market? We had a big day on Friday, down 167 points. Spy showing down 49 points today. But do you think we will find some support? 7,200 looked as if it was one level of support, but it cruised through that on Friday. But maybe we will see some bargain hunting for the new week ahead of the FOMC and maybe even some book squaring before the FOMC meeting this week. So question of the day. Are we near the bottom? That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. It's a great group, 3,500 members. Members helping members is the motto there. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, don't forget there's three other wonderful streams of podcasts that you can listen to. The Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast. There was a new one released last week. And the On The Couch Podcast. I'm going to be recording a new one of those first one for the new year this week with nick griffin from munro partners talking about the market and some of the stocks that he likes for 2022 a very popular podcast from last year with nick he's a great speaker and well worth listening to but that's it from me today hope you have a better day than friday hope we all have a better day than friday thanks very much for listening 